In celebration of Kakarot coming out, we are going to talk about video games that are based off movies and TV series that have pretty much come out, you know, alongside or not necessarily alongside, but, you know, are based heavily off of it. And from my understanding, Kakarot is based off of Dragon Ball Z's entire storyline, isn't it? Yes. Uh, well, yes and no. So it is talking about the Dragon Ball Z from Z all the way up to Super. From what I know so far. So, I don't think they're ever going to make a game where it goes through Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super. Because we don't talk about GT. Since I personally am the fan that believes that it just doesn't belong in the universe of Dragon Ball. I know some people disagree with me on that one. But to me, I will not ever agree with that uh, that series being a part of the actual main series. But that's just my opinion. But yes, Kakarot is going to be based on Dragon Ball Z all the way up to Super from what I do know. Playable characters is Gohan, Goku, Piccolo, and Vegeta so far. Uh, there is a season pass which allows you to have two new stories, which might be two new characters, but I don't know. Yeah. Game, which for us, we're filming this on the 16th. Game comes out 17th comes out tonight yeah tonight technically yes. if you go to GameStop pick it up at 9 o'clock that is true but they ain't gonna know that because tonight will be yesterday yes. for our listeners right now that's right because podcasts are going to be releasing every Friday which we are going to be doing double time and releasing some extra up till we get to about 15 or so so they may not be instantly every Friday there might be some others sprinkled in there yeah. but eventually once we get to a certain point there'll be one every Friday until we uh get to a set a set number that we both agree on and then we'll actually give you a true authentic schedule on when everything will just for now expect to at least have a new one every friday which another one somewhere in the week but for starters i guess we just go on and get the elephant in the room out of the way spider-man 2 everyone just goes insane over it Everyone acts like it's the greatest thing that's ever, you know, blessed God's green earth <laughs> sometimes when it comes to Spider-Man games. Personally, I prefer the PS4 game. Um, I don't really remember Spider-Man 2 that well because, you know, I went to a thing called a video rental store and rented it. I know those things are extinct and most people probably don't even remember what that is if you're a itty bitty. True. But we used to get it from there and I did play it. I mean, like I remember enjoying it a lot, but I don't really remember a lot from it and that's kind of why I prefer the PS4 version that and I remember the PS4 version actually well the PS4 version has like a good narrative stuff Spider-Man 2 I just remember being more fun not necessarily interesting narrative wise because it kind of follows sort of follows the movie the best of my memory and since I'm a little bit older than you I have played a lot more of the Spider-Man series so I've played a lot of like Spider-Man vs. Carnage and all like Super Nintendo Spider-Man's all the way up to uh PlayStation and PlayStation 2 and then all the way up. But yeah, Spider-Man is one of those games that um, the movies are good and but the comics are just fantastic that they that they originate from. But yes, sometimes I feel like the games can do a little better, but just, just really, because really. they have so much more free range. Yeah, which for me, 2018 Spider-Man, the PS4 exclusive um, I thought it would be fun. That's the reason I bought it. Uh, I thought because Insomniac was doing it, it would be a solid game, but I was not expecting it to be as good of a game as it was. 
personally, it very much impressed me similar to how said Jedi Fall, Jedi Fallen Order did. But yeah. And also speaking of Star Wars, since we talked about it, we can go on and get rid of uh, Battlefront 2. Because even though it's not like following a movie, it does fit in with the film's canon universe. It is actually canon to the film universe. Really? Battlefront 2's campaign is takes place right after Revenge of the Jedi. Not Revenge of the Jedi, good God. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Huh. I never realized yeah, that. It's about the Empire oh. actually dying off. Okay. You know, it's what, how they handle after, you know, the Emperor's gone. They do not handle well at all. They cry. Yeah, they fall apart pretty damn quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they do not hold up well at all. I can see that happening. Yeah. So, that's a, that's actually really nice. I don't know that, though. Yep. Hmm. The more you it's, know. It's not even really worth going. I mean, if you have Battlefront 2, yeah, go ahead and play it if you're bored one day. But if you don't have Battlefront 2, don't feel like you need to go out your way to play it. Yeah, don't feel obligated. It's kind of short. I mean, it's not kind of short. It is short. <laughs> it's also, eh. It's got a couple moments where you're like, that ain't too bad. And it's got a lot of moments to be like, meh. It's just your typical first-person shooter. Oh, so as soon as you areas. start it up, it's over already. You're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one I would have to say is uh, the Godzilla games. Yes. We all mm. know our big fan of the monsters. Yeah. And our kaiju, our god, our savior, Godzilla. <laughs> Recently just got a tattoo of Space Godzilla. Uh, so, pretty excited for that one. Only Godzilla game I can think of that kind of came out alongside the movie was the, again, PS4. Which, in Japan, also came out on PS3. Came out a whole year earlier in Japan. Where, you know, it's all about them freaking generators. Oh, constantly. Man. Get the generators! <laughs> always about the generators it's like i love how every time you know you'll be playing the story thing which is not like an actual linear story it kind of goes how you know you want to take it but every time godzilla shows up on the scene they're all like oh my god it's godzilla what does he want and then he looks at generator like oh no not the generator every time like i've only destroyed 15 generators generators bitch what you know what do you think i want <laughs> what like, else can I do? It's the only thing I can see. <laughs> it's the only thing there is to do in that game. <laughs> uh, then occasionally you have another monster attack. Like, oh no, do they want the generator too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh no, they're fighting Godzilla. Help them out. <laughs> so it's it's. Um, I would say the PS4 game of Godzilla is very unique. It's the the controls make you feel like you are a slow monster in a way. Mm-hmm. So when you're sitting there trying to control Godzilla, get to the generator, the only thing you keep hearing about 20 times in one second is, oh no, the generators. <laughs> oh, and then you occasionally have that one helicopter you blow up and you hear something go, ah, through your controller at you. <laughs> it scares me every time. <laughs> so, Noise volume alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler on that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it scares me. It also reminds me, which this isn't a game based off a movie or anything, but the unfinished swan. I remember there being a scene when I was playing it on PS4 where, you know, like, there's these, like, creatures in the dark that will come out and, like, slash your screen. And they scream at you when they do it, and it scared the bejeebus out of me when I played that part, too. Because <laughs> I forget the PS4 has a speaker in it. Like, the DualShock 4 has yes. a speaker in it. So, and it's never used. But when a game does decide to use it, it about kills me every time. Yeah. I about die of a heart attack. Because it, it's one of those features that 
you just never realize that exists until it goes off and then you're yeah. like almost launching your yeah, controller. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said another one uh, originated from a comic and then made into a game and then a animated movie. Turok. Yep. I forgot about the animated movie. Yep. Turok. I can't remember. Something Stone, I do believe, is the name of it. I don't remember the name. I just I remember it being a thing. I've watched it. I actually... I've not watched it. I, uh... How you say Rented it oh. back in the day. Uh, it was actually really good. I I recommend it if you are a, a Turok fan. It's neat, more or less. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, I think I, we all agree here. We are big giant dinosaur fans. Yeah. And just Turok is one of those games where you're just a big old strong man who just takes a dinosaur by the throat and just slam it down. Speaking of dinosaurs, I actually thought of a couple things we talked about. I'll go on and say this. This was actually the first game I ever beat on my own. It was Peter Jackson's King Kong, which is actually an incredible game, to be honest. Um, one of the few movies that got turned into the game where, honestly, I would dare say I think the game might be better than the movie. And the movie was pretty good, too, considering yeah. the 2005 one. I feel like my problem with the 2005 King Kong is it's really long, and I feel like there's a couple moments in the movie where it just kind of drags a little because there's not a lot of scenes, like, Especially early off in the movie and towards the end, it kind of slows down a little bit where it's not as exciting. But the entire time they're on the island, it's just amazing, in my opinion, yeah. for that movie. But the game takes place pretty much only on the island. It completely skips the whole getting to the island. Except at the very end, you do play as King Kong in New York. But, really? Yeah, for a brief moment. Have you ever played the King Kong game? I did not, actually. I was going to at one point, but... Um... Didn't have a chance to rent it. I do believe it's on PC, but I don't know if it's on Steam or anything. It's one of those games you probably have to actually hunt for a PC disc copy. But uh, it is on PS2. It is on GameCube. It is on the OG Xbox. And Xbox 360. Xbox 360 is the most modern console you can buy the game for. It is backwards compatible. And also, it is an easy 1,000 gamer score. All you gotta do is just beat the game and you have 1,000 gamer score. Huh. And it's only about a 5-6 hour long game. Total. Very interesting. You play as Jack and you play as King Kong. So it goes from first person, you know, shooter, which is very survival-like. Um, you have guns. You can only carry one gun at a time, depending on what gun it is. There's, I know, a sniper. You got a Tommy gun. You have your shotgun. You have your pistol. Those are the four guns. Ammo is very limited. So as soon as you run out of ammo, you have to be ripping spears out of, like, their little things or, you know, use bones to kill stuff with. Oh, yeah. Bones are unlimited. That's the only source of unlimited, but spears will run out as well. Uh, both spears and bones work about the same, and they eventually will snap to where you have to get another one. So yeah, the game's uh, very fun, very different. And King Kong, obviously, is a third-person brawler. You, you know, beat the living life out of some V-Rexes and stuff. There you go, people. Get a little flashback of King Kong. Yeah, it's actually a really good game. And another dinosaur game we could talk about is the Jurassic Park tie-ins. That is true, like uh, the Telltale series. Yeah, the uh, Telltale is the main one I was thinking about, which I know at the time it came out was supposed to be canon, but I don't know if it's still canon or not now that they've released Jurassic World. Yes, I, that's the part that I don't remember if they still because consider it. 
Um, I mean, I don't think there'd be very many continuity errors if it's still considered canon. I just don't know if they still recognize it or not. Because the game really wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't bad, but it could have been a lot better. True. But it was also really neat how you actually get to go back and see more in depth of the park that we didn't get to see much in the movie. Uh, I know in the books, uh, I will say that if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, which I know a good portion of everybody is, you either grew up with it or you just now notice it and you fall in love with it now. The books, I will say, are way better, just in general, just because, I mean, they're just really just explicit. They're really gory. Uh, they do have cussing and everything like that, just like, you know, a well, Nora book would. There's some cussing in the movies, too. Yeah. Just the major. Yeah, in the book, it's a little more major stuff. Uh, it's not as vulgar, but I, it's a little bit. But he goes in very great details of how the characters die, which is just puts you in that uh, perspective and almost like you're sitting there watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, I will say this, and I will always say this, I don't understand why they made the T-Rex in the movie so small when in the book it seemed like a giant. Yeah. So. I'm assuming because they did animatronics, and that's probably about the biggest they can make it. Yeah, that's if what I had to make a guess, and then it's just after that, it's just to keep it in line with the series. Yeah, but which also the Telltale Jurassic series was also before they made Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us. So I mean, it's not their best work; it's in their earlier days. So keep that in mind. Also, other great tie-in ones would be like Operation Genesis, even though it does not follow the movie at all. It did release, I think, kind of close to Jurassic Park three. Very fun uh, dino building sim. Yes. Um. I personally, at the t- as well, the best way I can explain it is for the time that they released, I preferred Operation Genesis over Evolution. I think Operation Genesis was a better game during its time than what Evolution is in its time. But I, after playing Evolution, it's very hard to go back and play Operation Genesis. And there's the Return to Jurassic Park DLC out now for Evolution, which kind of makes Operation Genesis uh, a little more... No, authentic. <laughs> more authentic, but also not as needed to play. Yeah. In my opinion, because now you have Jurassic Park style stuff in Evolution. And then, of course, you also got all the old games on the uh, SNES and Genesis and stuff. I actually have the Genesis Jurassic Park original game. Hmm. And you also got uh, the Ninja Turtles, which, you know, originate as comic first and got added into games and into movies. Uh, if anybody's have even touched to read the comics, I would say that the comics are really dark, really messed up. I mean, it's it's not like the typical turtles you see, like you've seen growing up. If you play the games and watch the movies or even the TV series, uh, the comics are very dark when it comes to the, uh, to like death. And just spoiler. Uh, at first, in the first comic, Shredder did die very early into the comics. So, it was very different back in the day. But yeah, in the movies adaptations of Ninja Turtles, I would say that the, the movies were really good all the way up to the first, second were the best. Third one is a big iffy, in my opinion. And then the rest were like, I would say mediocre at best. Like, they were really good, but they had their flaws. Yeah. Same as the series. Or the cartoon, the original cartoon series is really good too. Just Another 
games that came out with movies that we could say we grew up with. Uh, two that comes to my mind that I remember playing back in the day when I was a kid that came out with alongside movies was Shrek 2 and Madagascar. But we talked about that, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek, um, the game was just all right from the best of my memory. Um, I do love the Shrek movies, though. The third one's kind of iffy, but I did like the first two and the fourth one. You know, a lot of people are kind of iffy with the fourth one. I personally liked it. But uh, Madagascar was actually pretty fun considering, I will say. Madagascar still surprises me that, you know, I mean, it's not like a great game, but it was actually a lot better than I thought it would be. And even to this day, when I go back and play, I'm like, this is a lot better than I remember it being. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, I was going to say something else for like an animated one, but I guess I'll come back to that whenever it pops back up in my head. So do you have any other ones that come to the top of your mind that, mm-hmm. you know, was a point to you as a kid that came out with the movie? I will have to say uh, Jaws. Jaws. Oh, Jaws Unleashed. Yeah, Jaws Unleashed I'm, and Jaws on the regular Nintendo. Yes. I do remember that, eating people. I remember fighting the Orca. Yeah. Also, there's a game called Maneater coming out soon. That's very similar to Jaws Unleashed, if you have not looked up for that. We could have cool. mentioned that in the Under the Radar games. But... True, we could have. But well, I will say that game does stand a better chance of people knowing about it than the others I think they mentioned. Yes, it, since it is kind of showcased on Steam quite often. As and it, also, I see pages on Facebook posts about it sometimes, because everyone's like, oh my god, it's like Jaws Unleashed. Yep. You play as a solo shark. It's an RPG single player game where you start out as a little tiny, pretty much, uh, I say juvenile shark and you get bigger as you go. But there's also bigger enemies out there such as sewer gators, apparently. It looks like uh, Lake Placid. Yeah, I do like Lake Placid pretty well. The other game I was gonna mention was Ice Age. That was a game that I played a lot when I was younger. Was mainly the meltdown. Then there's also Ice Age, uh, Scratch Nutty Adventure. That's I think it's Nutty Adventure. Yes. That's came out for Xbox One, Switch, PS4, really recently. I don't know why. You know, it surprised me that they made another one. I did not know they even released one until like way later, and then I realized I was like, huh. It's also forty dollars. So yeah, <laughs> forty dollars too steep. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like. I don't know how good the game is. I mean, the reviews for it on Xbox doesn't make it seem like it's bad. It looks like it makes it at least seem like a decent platformer. But graphically, I don't think the game looks that bad. Honestly, it looks pretty okay. Yeah. But the last uh, Ice Age movie that came out was Collision Course. I think was the name of it. I think so. Yeah, you're right. I never did watch it because the trailers it looked awful in my opinion. Did not watch it either. But so. Scratch Nutty Adventure didn't even come out with that. Came out way later after it. Yep. Another one. This is based off a TV series that I uh, watched and loved a lot as a kid. I still love it. I watch it every time I see it on Avatar: The Last Airbender. All the games that came out with it. I did play the original one, which, if I remember right, the original game was supposed to kind of be a bridge between season one and two. If I remember right. And then the second one was called The Burning Earth, which follows season two's storyline, like kind of not on the spot. And I think the third one was called Into the Inferno or whatever. Never played it, but it's based off book three. Hmm. But never played the Avatar games, but I watched the show. Yeah. Um, honestly, they're kind of skippable, except for the first one. The first one's actually not that bad. So uh, I want to have a proper Avatar RPG kind of game. That'd where you play as cool. the avatar and you go out and learn all the elements and save the world make it like an actual rpg open world kind of game that'd be really neat to see that it would be really neat will they ever do it probably not but i want it 
Make it happen, guys. Start a uh, change.org petition right now. <laughs> we want Avatar Last Airbender, a new game, RPG element. So let's go. I'm also curious to see how the live action series will come out on Netflix. Yeah. Considering the original creators are working with it. Uh, another one, I'm pretty sure everybody knows where we're going. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon's been in that game. That's uh, long due being in show as well. Pretty sure it's, uh, well, card game, show. Uh, I think it went from card good. game to game to show, I think. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Part did. Pretty sure did, because I'm pretty sure the original series was based off uh, Yellow. Which red and blue, and then red and green came out before. Which red and green was Japan, red and blue was here. Oh, yeah. I think it was like 97. I can look it up real quick. Yes. But yes, uh, so talking about Pokemon, you know, it's it's been going forever. Same as uh, Digimon. Digimon as well is one of those uh, pocket monsters that's just been going on for ages. And it's nice to see those games still coming out. And it's still nice to see the shows. So that actually makes it really... Uh, fantastic for younger audience to get into the series with Pokemon though um, I will say the one thing one of my pet peeves is that Ash needs to grow up I, I know <laughs> I know they don't want him to but he needs to I think he needs to grow up I know in some of the other newer I guess Pokemon reboots in the way Ash is a little bit older or acts older but he's still um, originally Pokemon which was Pocket Monsters Red and Green Came out in Japan February 27th, 1996 with Pocket Monsters Blue launching in Japan in October 15, 1996. For the Americas, Red and Blue came out September 28th, 1998. But I will quickly find about the Pokemon series. So, 96 Japan, 98 here. Alright. Um, the anime came out... It? Let's see here. Let me find the original release Oh, you better find it quick. Um, I know it's 97, April 1st, 1997 in Japan, but I'm trying to find the North American release date. Man, look at that. 97, I know it. What's up? So, <laughs> is that when you was thinking it was? No, I knew it was 97 in Japan, but I think in America, I'm pretty sure it was 98. We got it like a year later. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, it came out before we ever got the games in North America, so... So I'm going to quickly just dab on this real quick because, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, Pokemon is just, it's, it's crazy to see how long it has been going on. I mean, I remember I was just a kid just growing up with the games. And then I still own my N64 Hey You Pikachu. So, you know, holler out to some of those people that still has theirs. You know, we should get together, do a Hey You Pikachu session. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pokemon Snap, I remember that, 64. Oh, man. Actually have that. It's a great game. It really is. I like knocking Charmander into the lava. <laughs> sounds rude. Rude? But, yeah, sounds rude, but it was the best. <laughs> yeah. What's your next one? Well, I'm trying to think of a good one to mention here. So, uh, can't really think of any off the top of my head that I played like when I was a kid or anything. Oh. Super awesome. Mario, man. Well, it was a t- it was a cartoon, and then got a movie movie turn. So, mm, sort of Legos. That's another one we could talk about too. Actually, I forgot about the Legos. We do have Andrew here today. He's been sitting here just listening quietly. He would uh, he'd be good to talk about Legos because he plays every single one. 
He is a uh, Lego enthusiast. Yes, he is. Button mashes like a madman on him. <laughs> we don't know what he button mashes to. The only thing he don't do is uh, buy the $80, $200 uh, Lego. So I applaud him for that one. That's just a yep. lot of work. That's another one I play a lot, though. Especially my first Lego rodeo was actually Lego Indiana Jones. It was my first Lego rodeo. And then I went back and played Star Wars. One and two. You know, to be honest, I've never played a Lego game until like the Harry Potter. I played Harry Potter as well. And then the Jurassic Park. The best ones are probably the Harry Potter and the Marvel ones. I really like the Jurassic Park one. They kind of went a little bit in depth too with like locations. I thought that mm -hmm. was really neat. Well, Marvel, I have a... The Marvel superheroes and everything, they really went full detail into everything. Don't know if y'all can hear him very well or not. Yeah, he's uh he's sitting on, on the couch at the moment, so I don't know if you can hear him. He says he likes the Marvel one if y'all can't hear him. Yes. Um, I actually played Lego Jurassic World on Wii U is what I played it on. Well, so. wow, yep. Wii U, yep, Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> I wanted more games on my Wii U, and uh, it looks pretty good on Wii U, honestly. It didn't look that different from the Xbox One PS4 version, in my opinion. So I went with it on Wii U. And can I just throw out the I mentioned also, spin on my chest, The Witcher. Can we just get that out? Toss a coin to your Witcher. We are there. We are there and prepared. Uh, to those who have not seen this series, please watch it. It's so good. I mean, this is coming from somebody that actually played the Witcher games. I'm actually going through the books. I know I probably already mentioned that in later podcasts, but dang, that show is I've, just so good. I've been meaning to watch it in The Mandalorian. Every time I decide I'm going to sit down and watch them, I end up not sitting down and watching them and doing something else. Mandalorian is good, too. It's crazy that The Witcher outbeat it, though. Uh, another dab on that one. <laughs> well, it came out at the end of uh, Mandalorian's run. Oh, well, Andrew just mentioned it. You know, he could have actually spoke it himself, uh, but I'll speak it for him. So, classic game. Castlevania actually got an animated series yeah, not too long ago. And if you have not seen it, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. It has season one and two. Please watch it. If you know anything about Castlevania, you played all the games from like regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and even up to like N64 and all that. It is amazing. I simply watched it and felt like I was actually like playing the games again. Like they hit all the right storylines. Another thing we can mention real quick is uh, Game of the Year 2020, the new Fast and the Furious game coming out. Oh, sure, yeah. Forgot. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, yeah. it's gonna be speeding your ways into your household and launch himself into the hopefully the new xbox it's also the sonic movie coming out yes. later this february or, which is technically a game two movie but you know yeah it does, it does have animated series yes yes in which the animated series will be probably still my favorite uh sonic i don't think anything can replace the old cartoon sonic other mm -hmm. uh games that got turned into movies recently there is a lot been her which one? Ben Hur, the new one. Ben Hur. Ben Hur. Ben Hur over. Oh. Well. But did you ever play the free to play Ben Hur game on Xbox? I don't think I've even heard of that. Like, it's, it was, are you saying like Ben Hur? Yeah, like Ben Dash Hur. Not Hur, like oh, H U R. Nah, you her. know, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> it's like, a, like you're in like a gladiator thing, like racing, you're like your horses on the back of the carriage or anything like that. One of the easiest thousand gamer scores I got. You can get a thousand gamer score less than an hour in that game. Well, and it was free. Well, I don't know if it's still on there or not, but 
game was trash. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a painful, like, less than an hour run for me to get that 1,000-gamer score, but... Well, audience, I'm sorry you heard me trying to, like, understand what he was saying, but... <laughs> That is a very unique game. Um, another one, Yu-Gi-Oh! Card game into TV show. And, I mean, I can't be the one to speak up about it. I'm not a big Yu-Gi-Oh! fan, but I will say that I did like the show, the first one, a lot. And I did not play much of the card game, so I can't really speak too much on my behalf of that. But if Andrew would, you know, take his little tookish up here and sit down and talk and tell his info about it, it'd be really appreciated. <laughs> but he won't. Um, we only got a really a minute left. So if there's anything else, Kevin, you'd like to talk about, hit it up. Uh, nothing that comes to my mind right away, honestly. So I'm um, also Marvel's Avengers, which I know isn't necessarily based off a movie, but honestly, the characters look like poor knockoffs of the movie characters. True. To be honest. <laughs> so I'm gonna hit out here real quick, guys. Spawn, comic, two game, two movie. So new Spawn's actually going to be released pretty soon as a movie. We got uh, Fox, Michael Fox, I do believe his name. Uh, no, not Michael. No, my bad. Can't uh, think of his name now. Fox. Jamie Fox. Yes, Jamie Fox. He is going to be playing Spawn. If you have not read up about it, I would take a chance to read about the new movie. McFarland is actually uh, trying to make this movie really dark and gritty. So that's as much as I can speak of it for now. Until later, we will talk about more in our bonus episodes. Thank you guys again for listening to us.